Do you ever feel like everyone around you has a reason to celebrate except you? You know, as much as I love Thanksgiving, which is actually really funny, it's one of my favorite holidays, but I don't even like most Thanksgiving food. Um, but I've always loved that there is a day that's dedicated to being grateful and celebrating all that life has been. But there have been some Thanksgivings where I'm just not sure how I feel. I mean, maybe I'm just not thankful this year. And then all the stress comes in about what others think and all the pressure that holidays bring. And then of course, there's that thought running through your mind going, when everyone goes around the table and says like what they're grateful for this year, what if you don't know what you're gonna say? Well, I've been there. So why don't we unpack that together? Hey friends, I'm Cassie, and I'm a married Spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here each week, I'll challenge you to live intentionally and authentically, where every spoon you use has a purpose and every step you take matters. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. I get to this time of year and I always feel like we were just here last year. You know what I mean? Like time just flies. You know, sometimes time is flying because so much good has happened. And there's just so much that's happened that's amazing. But there are also seasons and years where, you know, life has been slow and all of a sudden you're here and you just maybe don't want to be. You know, what's amazing about gratitude itself as a whole is just that it, you know, it allows us to see life in a greater context than, you know, just the current trials we're facing. It helps us see beyond ourselves. And that's great. But there are times it's not that easy. It's not easy to be present. It's definitely not easy to look at the past. And it's too stressful to look at the future. And I totally, totally get that. The whole idea of how do you celebrate Thanksgiving when it's hard to be thankful, that has just been on my mind lately. And you know, it can be really, really hard to be thankful when there is so much broken in our world, our lives, and for us as Spoonies, in our bodies too. You know, and I'm I'm gearing up for Thanksgiving this year, and there is so much to be thankful for. And I'm really grateful this year in 2019, I am I am feeling grateful to be moving into Thanksgiving. But that is not how I felt every year. You know, I think back to, um, it was 2017. So it was before Jared and I had gotten married. And I was trying really hard to be grateful and all of that. Yet I just couldn't seem to take my mind off of the gravitating fact that we didn't know at the time when or if I would be able to walk again without, you know, some serious assisted walking devices. We knew at the time that I may need one or two major reconstructive surgeries, and it could go either for good or for bad. 
had. And I even had documented in a journal entry that I just was like, I had all these big things that I was worried about. (laughs) And then I had little things like my room was a disaster from constantly going from the hospital to home and vice versa. I had a couple plants die and I was really upset. Um, Ultimately, I just started really being stuck on the fact that I wasn't going to be able to probably walk down the aisle when we got married. And that was heartbreaking to me. And I just didn't feel super grateful. And you may be saying, okay, but what's changed now? Because the reality is one, I can shuffle around the house in short distances. Um, So unless I've had an active dislocation or I'm in a really bad pots flare and we're worried about fainting, typically, at least if I'm in a room, I can shuffle around that room. If I need to go across the house or into another room, I use my wheelchair, but I've been able to shuffle and that's awesome. But I remember at this time that feeling of just, you know, even now, I don't know that I'm going to be able to ever actually walk and not shuffle because those are very different things. And still now I am cleared for those reconstructive surgeries and I am holding off on them because there's a 50-50 shot with them. Thankfully, I'm on home care, so I'm not going back and forth between the hospital 24-7 Most of my plants have stayed alive this year, which has been super successful. And I was able, with the amazing engineering of my um, brace specialist and my father, equip us to allow me to walk down the aisle. Those things were amazing, but I remember being in this place of just saying, yeah, there's so much to be grateful for, but I don't really feel like being grateful. I wouldn't be shocked if you felt the same way at one point. Like, of course, there's an endless amount of things for us to be grateful for. Yet, sometimes we can only focus on the things that are going wrong or that might go wrong. You know, maybe you've had an argument with your significant other or family member while just trying to get ready with all of the stress the holidays have and you are just too angry to feel grateful. Or maybe you aren't even ready to go through this season because the person you wish you could spend it most is gone or has passed. I'm really sorry if that's the case. I was thinking back to last week when we were just talking about, you know, how it's okay to be angry with God. I do think it's okay to sometimes also not just be super grateful because, again, like we talked about This wasn't the life that God had planned for us. We were supposed to live in perfection, right? I have some really good news for you. Gratitude does take practice, and Thanksgiving isn't here yet. It's almost here, but it's not here yet. So I want to talk about some practical ways we can address our emotions without invalidating them during this season of Thanksgiving. And one of the things that tends to happen, at least for me, is I get stuck in that comparison trap, especially when I'm seeing family members that I haven't seen in a while or that don't really know a lot of what's going on or don't care to understand what's happened in my life and with these illnesses and all of that. You know, I still think about going around the table and that stereotypical, okay, let's have everybody say something that they're grateful for. And I feel like whether it's intentional or not, it might even just be subconscious. We are all competing. 
whether it's someone who is saying, oh, I'm so grateful that I got married this year when you're not married, or someone saying that I got a new car when you're struggling just to pay rent, all these different things. I think we get caught up in this comparison and trying to make sure that our lifestyles appear grateful, even when we're not. And I was actually reading a study on this recently, and a poll had been taken, and they said that three out of five Americans would rather do anything other than reflect on what they are thankful for on Thanksgiving. And the article just talked about why there are subconscious reasons that we prefer to watch parades or watch football, cook in the kitchen, and because people don't want to actually talk and reflect on what their lives have looked like. And I think that's partially from comparison, but also because we feel this pressure to always be grateful. One of the things that I was thinking of was the verse in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, because you hear this very often around Thanksgiving, and it says, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Jesus Christ. But I want to just point out something in this wording to you. It says be thankful in all circumstances. It doesn't say be thankful for all circumstances. And I think we get those two mixed up at times. And we like to think that, well, we just need to be grateful for every single thing that's happened to us. My friends, that's just not true. It's not. And I think back to the first Thanksgiving that I really wrestled with this, and that was right after I had had a major hospital stay, and I just felt like a different person, and I didn't want to be alive. I'll be really honest with you. Um, We thought things were going to end, and then they didn't, and I was very ready to be done. I didn't want to live here. I didn't want to be in pain anymore. I wanted to be done. And, you know, I didn't celebrate Thanksgiving that year. Uh, I think that year when I was looking back in journal entries, I had written that I was really grateful that we weren't doing Thanksgiving as a family that year, um, like with tons of extended family, because the church was, um, that my dad pastors, was offering a big Thanksgiving meal for the church, um, which was really unique. And I actually, I stayed home. I didn't want anything to do with it. I didn't want to celebrate it. And I was grieving over all I had lost, but I was mostly grieving the loss of myself. And, you know, I just didn't know what to do because I didn't feel like I had anything to be grateful for. And you know what? I think I think that's okay. I think there are times that it is okay not to be thankful because, you know, we talk about the positivity prescription a lot. And I think sometimes there's this fear that if we talk about something that's good that's going on or even something very small that's going right or just anything that we can find joy in, I think that at times those with chronic illnesses and myself included, you know, we almost worry that it's going to invalidate our struggle to people that don't understand. And I read a quote this week, and I truly can't remember where I saw it, but someone had just said, you know, people who are living with chronic illness 
chronic illnesses are not faking being sick. They're faking being well. And, you know, I have family members, uh, thankfully not in my immediate family, um, that just don't understand. And it's not just that they don't understand because we haven't shared with them. It's just they don't want to understand. They don't care about what's going on. And that's okay. I would rather someone be honest with me so that I spend my time with people who do care. But in that, it can be really hard if you're sitting at a table with people who just don't get it. And if you say you're grateful for something, you're worried that that positivity prescription is just going to take over. And that's so sad, first of all, that we feel that way. But I want you to know that you are allowed to be grateful and grieving at the same time. So let me kind of... Let me kind of bring this back for you. And I think I've told this story at some point in time. Um, so I'm going to briefly go over it. But when I was struggling that first year since everything had happened with Thanksgiving and I just wanted nothing to do with it and I didn't attend, I ended up actually bringing it up with my therapist. And I just said, like, I have nothing to be grateful for. And she said, well, that's not true. And I said, yes, it is. So she said, all right. I challenge you to just find three things. They don't even have to be personal things. They can be as teeny tiny as you want, but I want you to find three things a day that you're grateful for. And it could be things like um, the sun coming out, being able to brush my teeth in the morning um, for internet or Netflix. I mean, anything. The whole point was just that even if they were so little, I needed to find three things that I was grateful for. And I'm so blessed that she had challenged me to do that. And it wasn't fast, just to clarify. It wasn't like she said it and boom, I did it. It was great. That was not what happened. I would say it wasn't until maybe even up to six months after that I finally started working towards finding three things every day I was grateful for because I really didn't feel that way. And it took so much time. But what was so awesome is that eventually I did get there. And the things I was being grateful for started becoming more personal. And I would like to say that now I'm just the most grateful person in the world, um, but that's not true. <laughs> and I do still every day try to practice writing down at least one thing that I'm grateful for. I do that in my write the word journals. And you best believe that it is not easier now than it was before. There are mo mornings where I sit there staring at my write the word journal in the spot where it says I'm grateful for and I just look at it. And I sit there and I just go, oh, God, I'm just not feeling it this morning. And I always find something. And some days it's super small. And other days it's personal. But the point is, is that I'm trying. And the point is that you're trying. And that matters. So as we think about moving into this season, you know, 
I want you to remember that you don't have to give in to the comparison game and that being grateful does not invalidate or minimize the struggles and heartache and brokenness that you're experiencing. You can, you can do both. Another thing is, you know, if you, if you know just a family situation or friend situation that you're walking to that isn't great, have somebody that you've already told, you've already talked through and has kind of mentored you about the situation and is there to support you in that situation. Or if there are people that are just going to be really negative, um, or not necessarily just negative, but they're not going to take you seriously. Um, you know, maybe, you know, you need to evaluate, is it really worth continuing that relationship? And there are certain relationships for me that I've determined are not with extended family members, but I definitely didn't want to just give up. I gave it a couple of tries before I realized this isn't worth the stress anymore. Um, but having someone, whether it's a close friend, spouse, family member, who's going to the event with you, who knows what you're going to be up against in a sense and facing sometimes is extremely helpful because you just have somebody else that can help you, um, with guiding a conversation and whatnot. Um, another thing is to focus on people over appearance. What matters is the people that you're with, not the circumstances that you're in. And, you know, there are times, yes, that we get burned by being honest, but more often than not, people surprise us when we choose to be vulnerable. And I definitely am someone who I would rather be with people and not look great and whatnot and just seeing my family over killing myself, trying to make myself look a certain way just to get there and then be exhausted and not be able to spend any time with my family. Another thing that I would challenge you to do is make a list. So I have a super clear example for you. Um, I was having a really, really, really hard time practicing gratitude. And I truly was not feeling it. I really wanted nothing to do with this whole situation. So I decided that because I was struggling with gratitude, I wanted to write down every single thing that I can think of that I should be grateful for. So I'm going to actually share with you what I wrote um, in my prayer journal on this day. And I said, good morning, Lord. I'm having some trouble with gratitude today. I don't feel well. And to be honest, I'm just feeling. And I wrote blah. And then I put in there, thank you for understanding what I can't put into words. And then I said, due to feeling ungrateful, I'm going to make a gratitude list. So I listed things like God's love, his faithful promises, um, Jared's heart, my dog Foxy, my family and family in love, um, the sunshine, home care, Mara, and the amazing sisterhood I share with her, my plants, the bay window, my medical team, the ability that I was able to take all my meds that morning without a problem, 
uh, the EDS clinic, Lauren, Mike, Morning Time with God, my siblings living the chronic illness life, this podcast, my mentor, our church for having a faith-filled marriage, and I put my bay window in there a second time, so it's clearly very important to me. Um, And then I wrote things like, really trivial things like my body pillow, clarity, um, cultivate what matters, 23 years of life, the Jonas Brothers getting back together, Jared's job, our new car, summer fruits, our home, Kaylee, Aubrey, Lindsay, journaling um, supplies, Grace, and I just went on and on and on. But I, I want to be super clear about something. Writing this list did not instantly make me feel better or more grateful. I felt horrible and that sucked. But what I chose to do is sit in his abundance, his abundant grace that welcomes my mess and my brokenness. And it even welcomes my ungrateful heart and attitude. See, the thing is that I didn't want to deal with this just ungrateful heart on my own. And I knew he could handle it. And he, his grace welcomes my imperfections. And one of my imperfections is having an ungrateful heart and spirit. And so if you're feeling that way and you're worried that, well, unless I have a grateful heart, I can't talk to God. That's not true. He is there every step of the way. And that is something that is important for us to remember. And everybody struggles with gratitude. Even people who seem like they have it all struggle with gratitude. And it's something that we all face because we're in a fallen world that isn't perfect. And I wish it was. I wish that we were back in the Garden of Eden, but we're not. So with that being said, while we're here on this earth, we need to decide what we're going to savor. We need to decide what we want to cherish, how present we want to be. We get to decide all those things. And something that I, I love about my power sheets is that every 90 days you do a refresh and they always do something um, just very specific to the season. And they actually had us make a list of all the things that we wanted to savor. And I actually prayed over this page for a couple days before I touched it because I just kind of was like, God, I don't really know. Yeah, there are things that are great right now, but there are things that are so hard. And I just, can we, can I just crawl into a ball and skip this season of life? But no, I can't skip the season. So I have to make a choice of how I want to handle it. And I want to be present. So I want to share with you the things 
that I'm working to savor this season in hopes that they will spark ideas in your heart about what you want to savor this season. For me, it's time with family, my Monday nights with Mara, date nights, getting to see the Jonas Brothers live, the crunchy leaves outside, FaceTiming with Katie, recording with my mom, painting pumpkins, apple orchard dates with my dad, Marco Poloing Joanne, making apple cookies, home care, legging in sweatshirt weather. I mean, can I get an amen for that? <laughs> my morning devotionals, the power sheet prep dinners, face masks with Steven, homemade apple pie, spontaneous deep conversations with my grandmother, the spirit of Thanksgiving, laughing with my mother in love, candy corn, insightful learning from my mentor, autumnal decorating, cracking up at Ronald's hilariously cheesy jokes, fall photo shoots, Reiki sessions with Mike, cuddling with Jared, just Foxy in general, Christmas music, Tower Hill Light Spectacular, decorating cookies, life-giving conversations with Lauren, the book club, buying Christmas pajamas, decorating the tree, the nutcracker music, the cheerful giving, God's faithfulness, our church, each and every breath, waffles with our siblings, Christmas morning, holiday cards, five years that I'm still here, and watching dog videos with Jared. And then what I put under that, is it ultimately out of all these things though? I want to savor all of them. And, you know, this fall season goes from October to December. So as I look at all these holidays that are coming about, and I even think about this upcoming week, I realize that I don't know how many Thanksgivings I have left or how many I have left to spend with those I love because at any point in time, anything could happen to any one of us. That's life. There's nothing special about it, but it could happen to anybody. So I really want to make these holidays and this time with family count. And that doesn't mean that in order to be present and make it count that I have to be grateful for every trial that has been placed upon me. It just means that I'm going to be thankful despite all of the circumstances around me. Because true joy and gratitude is not found in the things that that are around us. They're about the God who's in us and his faithfulness. And that's why, again, I point out that it says be thankful in all things and not for or circumstances um, and for all circumstances. Because there are going to be circumstances that really suck and that don't go the way that you plan. But isn't it so amazing that our joy and gratitude does not have to be based on the circumstances we're in. I mean, how freeing is that? 
I just, I find that mind-blowing every time. He doesn't tell us that we need to make our own happiness because he will bring happiness. I mean, isn't that such a relief? It's a relief to me. And knowing that I don't have to create my own happiness or that it, there that somebody else can because I only find that in him. So if you're sitting down at your table and you're stressed out about what you're going to say, if your family is like mine and goes around the table and says what they're thankful for that year, I encourage you to make sure you talk to somebody beforehand. But I also encourage you to say something. It could be the sunshine. It could be that you are just, you showed up to Thanksgiving. It does not have to be big, my friends. It does not have to be amazing. Our gratitude in our years is not about comparing ourselves to other people. And so I want you to remember that by choosing gratitude first and foremost does not invalidate what has happened to you or what is going on in what your life looks like. Two, you are allowed to grieve and be grateful all at once. But most importantly, please remember that gratitude allows you to see life beyond what's currently going on. The sun is still going to come up tomorrow. The leaves will change. Winter will come if you're a snow person. <laughs> And you're looking forward to that. But it is okay to be wherever you're at right now. And this year has, we've seen so much of God's faithfulness, but there also have been really hard things. And I'm going to wear all of them, good and bad, right on my shoulder. And I'm going to share them. And I don't know yet what I'm going to say on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, my favorite comedian comes out with a Netflix special on um, Thanksgiving. So I'm already pretty pumped for that. But in all seriousness, I think if I had to right now pick what I would say, not knowing what this week is going to bring before we get to that table, I would say that I'm thankful that my happiness and joy is not something that I have to earn and it's not something that I have to create. I just have to be present in who God is right now. And if you're listening and you don't want to feel that way, that's okay. I know. I've been there. 
Just know that you are loved. You were created for a purpose. And celebrating the little things, the little victories, the small areas of light are still worth celebrating. Our victories come in big and small waves and you are allowed to celebrate each and every one of them. So let's just decide that we're going to choose to be present and live in this day right now regardless as regardless of what's going on or what is up ahead. So I guess my question for you now is what would you say around that table? I hope that you can look back and be thankful that maybe the sun was shining or that you did something you thought you couldn't do or you let go of one of your greatest treasures in life and you laid those down as an act of worship or you're just grateful that you made it because friend you're here out of all the bad days you're still here I'm still here and you know so far you and I have survived all the days we didn't think we could and that makes me pretty darn grateful. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with the flexibility to update your bandwidth in just a few clicks. Get a powerful and reliable internet solution starting at $64.90 a month for 24 months with a two-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com today to find out more. Restrictions apply. Limited to new Comcast business, 25 megabits internet and one voice mobility customers. Early termination fee applies. Equipment installation taxes and fees extra subject to change.